0: Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Mayhem.
1: I'm Jody. Ah, it's a nice little podcast you got here, Colonel. <laughs> hey, well,
0: that is that is. You know, we we talked about how the pythons didn't like recurring characters. <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> there are three recurring characters in this episode. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, which, recurring which characters we, i'm james <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <And> i'm jody <laughs> and and the episode we were talking about would be the eighth episode of series one of monty pythons flying so, circus did you say full monty pythons i i did i yeah the <laughs> full monty python <laughs> well that's because episode eight is called this <laughs> is called full frontal nudity
1: so welcome to episode 4 of series <laughs> 1 Monty Python where we've already now brought up full frontal male nudity. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: and and James started this episode by referencing the first sketch in the episode Army Protection Racket which introduced it's well it it introduces the recurring character
1: of Luigi <laughs> Vercotti. of <laughs> Michael Palin's good
0: <laughs> uh, they saw
1: um, brother come into an army base. Well, it starts with Eric Idle coming in doing his little bit. Yeah, get out. Know, but man, it gets hilarious when, when the Ficati brothers come in. Oh man, that was awesome! Uh, you've got a nice little army base here, Colonel. How many? How many men you got here, Colonel? <laughs> it'd be it'd be a shame if someone was to set fire to them. <laughs> <laughs> here, here, here! What's going on with? <laughs> and the recurring character of Graham Chapman's the Colonel. <laughs> yep. Yep.
0: He he shows up throughout the episode. As, as a matter of fact, he he prematurely ends most of the episodes in this episode, or most of the sketches in this episode. Yeah, most of the yes, that's
1: most of the, most of the episodes in this episode. That's quite the Mobius strip of episodes you have going on. There. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, this is just silly. Oh, it's only because you couldn't think of a punchline. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It goes on. It just. Oh yeah. The animation, I know we haven't talked about for a few episodes, the exacerbation, uh-huh. the exacerbation, the exacerbation, the exacerbation, the uh, okay. <laughs> the issues the perv has of seeing full frontal nudity in the theater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just fantastic. The art critic is not one of my favorite as far as the humor, but mm-hmm. I can tell when I go back and read these or read these <laughs> when I when I watch these. Like some of Michael Palin's things, where he just starts spitting things off that are obviously wrong, uh-huh. influenced some of my own personal humor because I realize as I'm watching this, like I do that. Is that where I got that? <laughs> and the answer is yes, yes. Intentional <laughs> Freudian slips. Yeah. There's a place for the nude in my bed. It art. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was pretty funny. I the the buying the bed
0: sketch. I wanted to point sketch sketch skit skit sketch whatever it's sketch. It's, yeah it's a sketch. it's a sketch um i I wanted, I wanted to mention that because uh there was there's there was kind of a not really a running gag but it, it popped up twice in this episode but it, it actually went back to something that happened in, in a previous episode in episode four a female cast member delivers a terrible joke and upon protest from the fellow cast members wails but it's my only line <laughs> <laughs> And the first time that showed up in this episode was the buying the bed, buying a bed sketch. Which I liked, but not my favorite sketch. Yeah, I, I did too, but yeah, I thought it was, <laughs> the way it ended was hilarious. <laughs> this episode has what is probably the most famous Python sketch, which has a recurring character. Who, who, who we say, who we're clamoring to find out. Mr. Eric Praley, and it's the dead parrot sketch. So I, I mentioned Cleese had played Inspector Praline in the, the Crunchy Frog from episode six. Well, he is the customer in the dead parrot
1: sketch. I wish to register a complaint. <laughs> <laughs> this parrot that I bought here not 30 minutes ago that you assured me was resting from a prolonged squawk. Sorry, I'm doing it all Yeah, <laughs> by trying to memory, so I know I messed it up a little bit, but <laughs> it just, Cleese comes in with that. Voice and he's trying to get the guy to recognize that the parent's dead, and the guy's having nothing about it. Yeah. Oh, no, he's resting. See, look, he moved as he hits the cage. <laughs> uh, you,
0: you've read all their autobiographies and stuff. Do you know where Palin based that character off of?
1: Yes, uh, automobile mechanic. When he bought an automobile,
0: the guy, the, the car is falling apart in the lot when Palin brings it back, and
1: that, that is exactly what the guy said to him. <laughs> yep. Well, the clutch clutch sticks. Oh, that's that's a good quality car. It's going to stick for like the first 3,000 miles or so. <laughs> <laughs> I, re-
0: I read that. And I just started dying laughing. <laughs> it's like, you know,
1: I, I see that. Yeah. yeah. I think they actually used the car one in uh, how to irritate people, uh, which was a pre-Python thing that Palin did with Chapman and Cleese. Oh, okay. But then when they did it for Python, They've wanted to change it to a pet store and they're actually trying to decide between a parrot and a dog and realize that smacking a parrot on the desk would be funny and smacking a puppy on yeah. the desk would not be to people
0: yeah well and and they were as they were writing it they were trying to find they were trying to find the thing you know that it could be that he brings back and and before they settled on a pet at all it they were like thinking well what if it was a toaster yes <laughs> yeah, yeah that would it, it would it would have worked but the oh, parrot, parrot, is parrot is so much funnier.
1: It is. And this is one of their Thesaurus sketches with the flow of words that we yes. talked about in the previous episode, where he's pushing up daisies, but singing with the choir invisible. He just in, he's not pining for the fjords.
0: Because <laughs> yeah, it was a Norwegian, Norwegian. blue Norwegian, Which, which <laughs> parrots aren't from Norway. <laughs> just, there is no such thing as a Norwegian blue parrot. <laughs>
1: If you had it nailed, his feet. The- <laughs> just look, look. If you're an men- animal's rights activist, first, it wasn't an actual parrot. No, no. But, but <laughs> that's the only reason you could not like this sketch. Yep. <laughs> you, you gotta complain to your blue in the face if you want something done. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yep yeah i think i think this is actually one of the things where they say it's it's britain's most famous comedic sketch ever i've yep. seen that too <laughs> yep
0: and and actually the store owner becomes a recurring character as well
1: yeah palin with his yeah
0: because there's another sketch with the two of them which uh was this series one but i don't remember which episode it was in on but anyway uh I, I i only had a couple others from this episode the the, the flasher because the the end, when, when they finally get to the end of that, because it kind of ran throughout the, the entire episode. And when they finally got to the end of it, it was, I, God, I don't remember what he actually had on under the undercoat.
1: Uh, it's just a, so a flasher a guy, you know, when you have the trench coat. Yeah. And he pulls it open to flash people showing his dangle to women and freaking them yeah. out. Uh, he was dressed, but it just was a sign that said boo. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah, it was a sign. That, yeah. Because until then, he's flashing women and they go, ah, and freak out. Yeah, and you find out it's just because his card says boo. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the the Hell's grannies. That's the other one I had. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I want to talk much about it because I don't know if we could do it justice. But yeah, but, go watch it. it. Well, okay. The ending of it does get silly, and this is where the colonel comes back in. Yeah, and cuts it off for being silly. And and I'll say that the pythons like this because it was a way, another way, of reversing the sides, like. The uh, playwright sketch we talked about. Yeah. But it's the grannies because the Pythons, their parents wanted them to, well, some of them, like Cleese and Idol, uh, their parents wanted them to be accountants, like something, make something of themselves. Maybe that's why they had so many accountant jokes. (laughs) They had accountant jokes and things, but this is their way of flipping it because they actually talk about how the grannies were rebelling against accountancy and how their (laughs) kids are growing up to be chartered accountants and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And it just, Picture Hell's Angels with grannies. Yeah. Anyway, I, I don't have anything else. No, on that. I,
0: that was that was that was it.
1: <laughs> episode nine: The Ant, an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Yamas. <laughs> it has a beak for getting honey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I actually <laughs> even did the little please <laughs> <cliche> seat thing. <laughs> uh, it's surreal. It is. It, it is bizarre. Is, uh,
0: the whole episode was. <laughs>
1: And I love that uh, sketch, but it's not—it's not actually not even listed on my thing. It's just good. Yeah, this is where we get—I, you know, I—and this one, um, I,
0: as much as I loved it, this would probably be my second favorite if I, if I actually had to pick an episode that was my second favorite uh, from just from this season. And I think probably because I had actually seen seen this episode or seen most of this episode before, because this is where you get the man with a tape recorder up his nose. <laughs> And now, and, and, man with the brother, they his brother's note. Yeah, um, the the Kilimanjaro expedition, the
1: the double vision one. Yes.
0: The yeah.
1: The sketch. Yeah. I I thought it was sad, great satire against. I actually wrote this down. This isn't coming. I mean, it's my note. Yeah. I thought it was great satire against the aristocracies' inability to know when they're stupid. <laughs> yep. Aristocracy. I know how to pronounce it. It just. Yes. I've been drinking quite a bit today, and you know. Uh i'm finishing up my um so i had a can during the motley crew most of a bullet during the other monty python i'm now finishing off my second almost full bullet i'm good still still just working on my salted caramel stout
0: yeah Uh, so there's two there's two i want to save for the last on this one because they are i I wondered
1: because you skipped one so i'm assuming that's one
0: (laughs) well we'll we'll see let me okay
1: um (laughs) This is the first introduction of a, a Gumby character. That's one of my notes. I love the Gumbies. I actually yeah. wanted. I've thought of various times of dressing up as a Gumby for Halloween on occasion. <laughs> and that's not Gumby, the green guy from No, you know, no. That, that Eddie Murphy did on I'm Gumby, Live. damn
0: it! Yeah, and that was a you know cartoon and bendy toy and all claymation
1: that claymation type of thing. Claymation, yeah. This was
0: these are something completely different.
1: They they have the little knotted handkerchiefs on and it comes from uh the first time all of them played them but john cleese did the first and he wore gum boots like the big whaleys and they're called gum boots and that's gumbies so yeah but they're just so brilliantly dumb (laughs) (laughs) um to arrange flowers
0: (laughs) sorry it's a further on but anyway yeah Okay. Do you want me to give my last two, or do you want me? To, or do you no, want yeah, to you go ahead. Because, yeah. I'm not sure what I skipped here. Yeah, yeah. So, go ahead.
1: well, because these two seg together. And maybe that's why I have them kind of in an odd order too. Maybe it's me. So. Yeah.
0: So, um, the the first of the two is the homicidal barber, <laughs> which was played by played by Michael Palin. And it, this this sketch was a sketch. There there I go again. This sketch was uh, uh, written by Palin and Terry Jones. Who was it was the based, customer. Yeah. Who is the customer? He comes in. And he wants a he wants a haircut, and you know, Palin spends the entire time acting like he, you know, or uh, trying not to murder him. Split sport gore. Oh, what is yeah. <laughs> so no shave. No, 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 just a haircut. Oh, so good. So no razors. <laughs> he
1: op- he opens up the little counter and looks at a picture that shows the artery where he should cut. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and then his, his uh barber, white blouse has blood all <laughs> from his previous. <laughs> Sweeney <laughs> like, Toddish type of thing. Yeah, actually, yeah. And then, and then when when Terry Jones finally confronts him, basically. Well, so so one of my favorite bits is Palin has a tape recorder machine. Yeah, he's afraid to cut like he doesn't want to cut because he knows if he does, he's going to kill the guy. Yeah, because when it, he the, he actually picks the scissors up and to start <laughs>
0: cutting, and then he he, he 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 turns
1: him around and points him like he's about to stab him, he, and then he like does the one hand is controlled by something else thing where he stops yeah. himself and tape machine goes up and he starts talking and actually have a conversation where it actually sounds like he records exactly what he should even though he shouldn't know yeah and until he makes a mistake and jones realizes yeah yeah he he gets up and he
0: confronts him and i didn't want to do this i didn't want to be a barber i wanted to be a lumberjack (laughs) and they go into the lumberjack
1: song (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm a lumberjack. I'm okay. <laughs> We're I, had, I, and I sleep all day. <laughs> I
0: had never heard that song before. And I had, uh, you know, like, like I've said previously, I had seen Life of, uh, not Life of Brian, I'd seen Meaning of Life when I was younger. And uh, somebody that I, I worked with, because, you know, I mean, you got, you and Rob had been into Python and you guys had quoted stuff. And, and uh, you may have quoted that, I don't remember but i i just remember that somebody that i worked with at a restaurant told me that i, I needed to watch holy grail so I, I i started getting into the pythons a lot with holy grail and our, our friend elizabeth had a copy of the the album on cd it was monty python sings which james mentioned in one of the other episodes and that was the first time i heard the lumberjack song died laughing so you know the. To see the and I, I had seen the sketch before i had seen it on pbs back when i actually could sit down and, and try to watch an episode yeah that was episode nine is the lumberjack song uh it's
1: so good. <laughs> it's, it's one of the examples of they didn't have a punchline i jones and palin wrote the homicidal bar homicidal barber sketch uh-huh. loving it but they just could not come up with an ending so they went and they like worked out the lumberjack song in like 30 minutes with, you know, the main part. And then just a few little edits. And it was the way of getting out of doing
0: <laughs> Now I will say this on the album, Monty Python Sings, I think that was, that was an original recording for the album. The, the background vocals and everything are different than the way they are on the show.
1: It, uh, it was because it was also released in 1975 on charisma records, which uh, actually is one of the funders for, holy grail along with zephyr and stuff what we'll talk about but is released november 75 on charisma records with spam as the other side Ah. and was produced by george harrison oh and i I think that's the one they used for monty python sings because that came out a bit after a lot of the other things cool if you don't like men dressing up as women you might not like the song
0: if you don't like men dressing up as women you're not going to like python (laughs)
1: Because he certainly knew how to treat a female impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who I, uh, the girl is in the original sketch? Um, not Carol Cleveland. It's Connie Booth, who was John Cleese's wife at the time. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. I did read that somewhere.
1: Which I think he's on wife number four now, and that was number one. Yeah, but sure, whatever. Probably, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's all I got on episode nine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Episode 10. What, what's this one called? Untitled. <laughs> yes, actually called <laughs> entitled bastards uh, by the way i'll give you my note on this my note is good episode nothing that i felt like mentioning the only thing i'm going to mention i I didn't cut anything out
0: but i wasn't sure what i wanted to really talk about on this one but, so I, I will mention this there's there's a sketch uh y- you know we said back in episode eight the dead parrot sketch it, it, it uh, has the reoccurring character of, of uh, Eric Praline and the, the shopkeeper. And this has the second episode with those two characters, both in it. So this is where the shopkeeper becomes a reoccurring character. The, the pet conversions at sketch.
1: <laughs> Tell you what, chop off his legs, put on some gills. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah. And actually, that duo will come up in a later series, too. Ah. Look, look this episode's good
0: it all is good them, yeah
1: all of them are hilarious it's just this one had nothing that really stuck out to me compared to the others and I had to make cuts they referenced the large
0: <laughs> so yeah I, I, I agree this was a good episode but yeah I, I that's why I didn't cut anything before we got around to doing this because I wasn't sure which ones I actually wanted to talk about but <laughs> I, the pet pet conversion I did want to talk about just, just to mention the reoccurring characters
1: Cool. And, and the large, we talked about how they actually wrote like pretty much all of it with with a few edits here and there mm-hmm. before they even started because they knew they, they would have the whole series mapped out.
0: I guess I will mention this, um, a couple of other reoccurring characters, uh, Biggles and Algae. This was their first appearance <laughs> in the show.
1: So episode 11. So, yeah. so before you give the name, yeah. I, I didn't use this quote. In an earlier episode, because I was trying to cut some of my many pages of notes down, but Gilliam talks about how they would swing the pen, pendulum of comedy from the most infantile stuff to the most intellectual stuff, yes, with almost nothing in the middle, and the name of this episode distinctly references both ends of that at the same time. <laughs> episode 11:
0: the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra goes to the bathroom.
1: <laughs> There's so many bathroom i mean it's not it's not duty jokes no it's not it's just it's 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 going to the bathroom yeah anyway I'll, uh, I'll let you start well
0: i was i was gonna say there's kind of a running gag throughout the the episode with the undertakers
1: if you i don't know if you remember but in the october happy 50th monty python episode we did october 2019 uh go back and listen to it yeah uh, this is the one that i actually first remember i i I couldn't tell you which is the first one I saw. I don't know. But the Undertakers, the racing Undertaker sketch where they're zooming around each other than wreck and you see the Undertakers there and throughout the whole thing. This is the first one I remember watching and going, oh my gods, this is the best motherfucking thing ever. They're showing Undertakers racing each other and then they die and other Undertakers are pleased (laughs) because there's more business. (laughs) Yeah. Oh
0: man, it's, yeah, I've got several notes, but you go. Well, I just—I was just going to mention that it's kind of a running gag throughout the the episode, but I oh. do have two other sketches I was going to Well, mention. in that case,
1: I'll, I'll do the Undertaker bits first. Okay. Because I already mentioned that. I love, like, th- this is where I started to love Monty Python. But this is also where I think the stripper that I mentioned in a previous yeah. sketch, you should—you actually see the Undertaker sitting there looking at something. So I think that's where Ian had them dress up ah, okay. for that. And I love where Terry Jones comes out as an Undertaker and goes, feeling depressed, <laughs> tired of life, keep it up. <laughs> yeah,
0: that was, that, that was funny.
1: And, and how they're going along like they sort of have the Mardi Gras sad yeah. funeral dirge and then they look around and they dump the body from the coffin Yeah, and then they start, then it picks up with the New Orleans jazzy din, 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 and they're all dancing and singing and, <laughs> oh, and at, the very, at the very end because it is recurring, it's like the beginning and the end. At the end, they get in the hearse and then they turn around, and one side of it has all those '60s flower power petals all over it, and the happy music, and uh, it's just—it's fucking great. The
0: only other two I had were the uh, the Agatha Christie sketch. See, I didn't yeah. have that. I like it, but I didn't have that. Yeah, Inspector. <laughs> well, Inspector Tiger.
1: and I... where, where? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <that> was... <laughs> That was brilliant, and I'm not going to give anything <laughs> away. I'm not, well, because that's actually one of the jokes in the sketch. Um, because he he comes in and it's like, you know, he he's basically he's, he comes in and he's going to say nobody leaves the room, you know, blah blah blah. But but he keeps fouling up the order that the words go in, and I'm like, <laughs> that's the gag that they wound up using in Holy Grail with the guards. Not to leave the room, <laughs> so we're <laughs> and,
1: coming with you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and he's not to leave. <laughs> Yeah, so that one's in there, and the, probably, I, as, as much as I love that one in the Undertaker's film, or the you know the whole running gag with the Undertaker throughout the episode, Batley Townswomen's <laughs> Guild
1: presents the Battle of Pearl Harbor. Oh, yeah. I've got a couple others, but that is on my list, too. That is, that, that's why Jody was laughing, I think, earlier in a different episode when I mentioned Gwen Dibley. Yes. Because I mentioned the Townswomen's Guild, and he started to <laughs> snicker. As soon as he said Townswomen's Guild, I went, oh, yeah. <laughs> so battle of Pearl Harbor <laughs> for for all I know that's where they got the idea for the name. anyway. <laughs> it's probably a thing. It sounds like it's a thing in England. Towns women's guild. Oh yeah, well yeah, I, I imagine it is. I, they probably had something similar here. <laughs> it's Idle and drag, so they're all dressed up. Yeah, and, and they're going to put on a performance of the Battle of Pearl Harbor. <laughs> I don't even know. You explain it or tell them to watch it. I just, just watch, watch it. it. I can't.
0: I I just. There is no way I can explain it. You just, you've got to watch it. If you've never
1: seen it, it will catch you off guard in the best way possible. Oh, yeah. Uh, but that, that was, those were the only sketches I had. Okay. I actually just have two notes, like, on other things. One is, where well, they're interviewing John Cleese as the footballer. Who's oh, yeah. Obviously brain damaged. <laughs> I'm going to open a boutique. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the other is just a small thing. Like, there's this very small five-second little thing in the middle where they show people with cricket gear and cricket bats yeah. Whomping each other over the head. Yes. And I wonder if that's where Douglas Adams got his idea for Brockian Ultra Cricket. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, that, 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 yeah, that. that's that's all I got on that one. Cool. The and penultimate episode. <laughs> <laughs> penultimate. Ooh, there's a quarter word. <laughs> and you'll notice that nudity <laughs> is a recurring theme with the pythons. <laughs> yeah. Episode 12, The Naked Ant. <laughs> <laughs> You you may have one before me. I don't think I have the first couple sketches. I did mention falling
0: from building. <laughs> um, just because I, I got a kick out of that one. It was... actually,
1: actually, I do too. Come on, Parky. Don't do it, Parky. <laughs> <laughs> anytime you take a wager on who's going to be the next person to commit suicide. It's gallows humor, but <laughs> the best kind of humor. What's your next one? Mr.
0: Hilter, and the Mind Head by Election. One of my favorites out of the series. <laughs>
1: Not just this episode, but the series. That was, yeah. I can't, That was one of the better ones they did. Sorry, my fear. Oh, my ticky old chum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, the, see. The, bo- bo-
0: the
1: National boastless Party. <laughs> oh, you're going to take the A-22. Oh, well, this is a map of Leningrad. <laughs> uh, if you can picture three of the highest-ranking Nazi people trying to fit in in England (laughs) and passing themselves off as English. (laughs) And not even wearing
0: disguises.
1: (laughs) 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 Cleese does make an eerily spooky Hitler. (laughs) He he did, yes. Like a foot taller, but otherwise... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Uh. but, But another thing, Cleese... Play, like all of them do it but cleese is noted for his playing it straight like absolutely giving no indication that it's supposed to be humorous at all which yeah. is what makes it so damn funny. <laughs> it was, man
0: <laughs> it's just a- again that is one of their finest moments <laughs> <laughs> sticky old chum sorry <laughs> uh,
1: what about the the silly voices at the police station it's, it's not on my list but i like it like there's not yeah. a sketch i don't like but yeah, yeah 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 had to make choices but
0: yeah (laughs) that was a pretty good one i texted you when this one came on just because of the title but it it had me rolling
1: upper class twit of the year (laughs) that's That's actually another of my all-time favorites. It was. I, I practiced doing that face in the mirror when I was a kid <laughs> just because I still do it, and I have yet to have a girlfriend or wife appreciate it.
0: <laughs> I can't understand. I thought that's, that's hilarious. A, that's a,
1: okay, so maybe your
0: girlfriends in the past or your, your wife now have never appreciated it, but your friends.
1: <laughs> that? That's all that matters. <laughs> we get it. We appreciate it. So a hilarious sketch was it where they have all of them uh, acting as the aristocracy they're making yeah. fun of it the, and they're showing that they're kind of inbred low <laughs> iq dopes who can't like <laughs> and it's it's an olympiad more or less where you have yeah. to jump over a matchbox and they can't do it or you have to wake your neighbor with your car door because they're rude and they don't understand that <laughs> <laughs> they, the last thing is they've kind of they have to shoot, shoot themselves, themselves in the head. head, and they can't do it. <laughs> Just but the looks on their faces too—they do this har, kind of look. <laughs> <laughs> Just, well, that was the last one I was going to mention in that episode. <laughs> I—I've uh, got one more. It's not near as funny as the others, but okay. the Ken Shabby I, <laughs> I thought was, was was rather hilarious. But why, why do you want to marry my daughter? Oh, because I've not had any. For- <laughs> what are your yeah. promotion projects? Oh, in five years, they give me a brush. <laughs> but it's a great thing of. That was funny. That was funny. That <laughs> it's, was funny. It's, it's mostly because Michael Palin does the best. Like, he's almost this cheerful, chirpy perv. Yeah. yeah it's great. No, <laughs> and what was it? When he asked him what
0: his job was, he was
1: lavatory cleaner or something, clean yeah. toilets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> public, public toilets. Which is why it's funny when he gets a brush when he gets promoted. Because <laughs> what the hell's he using? <laughs> <I know. laughs> but yeah, that, yeah, that was it. Okay. So the ultimate episode
0: <laughs> intermission, episode thirteen. <laughs> hey, we're now to
1: nineteen seventy. <laughs> Yes, but this is, I love how they do the intro sometimes because they actually start the episode saying it's intermission. <laughs> yep. Yeah,
0: they did. It's, an, it's, it's actually a card that comes up that says intermission and they're playing music.
1: I know people don't get it now, but I even remember as a kid that they would have intermission at movie theaters. I only remember seeing that one time and it was in the 80s. I, I, I knew what it was
0: because it was a big gag in Holy Grail.
1: And they have undertakers here too. So, you know, uh, the, we mentioned filming things at the same time. So they mm-hmm. would take care of all of it and put it in. I've mentioned the ad-libbing. One of the few ad-libs was the policeman wallet sketch thing. It's, it's where John Cleese is dressed up as a policeman with the, you know, English tall police hat and everything. And Michael Bobby. Palin, Bobby, yeah, Bobby. Come, Michael Palin comes up. He's talking about his wallet getting stolen and they're talking and talking. And, and Cleese is going, well, there's not much we can do. And the ad-lib is Michael Palin looks at him and goes, do you want to come back to my place okay sure. and, yeah. and they just <laughs> okay and, and they and they walk away yeah and that is one of the it's it's maybe the first time on tv i'd ever seen such a homosexual blatant these two guys are gonna go fuck yeah thing and i laughed my fucking ass off and you know that that opened it up it's like that's just fucking hilarious i don't care now like that yeah that's not, whatever yeah <laughs> it was just
0: uh, <laughs> it was, uh, sorry Woo. no no i was I was at, I don't know i thought i thought that what was it the first the first sketch the restaurant abuse cannibalism, oh shit, I may have these
1: in different order then because I've got a couple notes on that too,
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I don't that was the first one i
1: I may have taken out one or two before that we're a vegetarian restaurant and rather smug about it, <laughs> <laughs> yep, but yeah, you realize it's not vegetarian. <laughs> If, for anybody like Hitchhiker's Guide, I wonder if this is where Douglas Adams got meet the Meat when they're at, Millie Ways the restaurant at the end of the universe. Oh. the cow actually comes out that can talk. Yeah, because Terry Jones actually he does. Yeah, yeah. There's a bit of vegan cannibalism. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the episode with the albatross sketch. <laughs> albatross. <laughs> albatross for sale. Which actually, it was funny because you knew, you knew this sketch, and then I, I was a, I, well, I still am a, a big fan of Berkeley Breathed's Bloom County cartoon strip from the newspapers.
1: Yeah, and
0: Opus. Opus. Yeah, and so and Bill the Cat and Steve Dallas. So finally, I guess it was 1989, 1990, somewhere around there. Um, he finally got an animated special on TV opus the character of opus is a, is a penguin he can't fly and the the title of the thing was a wish for wings that work so there's this he, he he's he's in the support group for flightless birds <laughs> and and there's a character that's in the group whose wife left him for an albatross and the guy is so he's been driven so mad by it almost the only thing he can do is go Albatross, <laughs> And I, I, I hadn't seen Python at the time, so I didn't know about the sketch. So I'm, I, I just, I remember trying to tell you about that and, and anyway, yeah, there was some, some confusion over the, <laughs> over the albatross thing. I was, I was telling a joke from one thing and you were thinking of the other, the other thing. thing.
1: It was, uh, anyway. It's another instance of the young kids being yeah. interviewed. Jody yes. mentioned the the weight, the the sixteen ton weight. Would yeah. you like to have it? Because it happens just before. And Cleese goes, "Would you like to have a sixteen ton weight dropped on top of you?" And one of the responses is, "I want to have Raquel Welch dropped on top of me." <laughs>
0: I think it was. Pa- I think uh, it was yeah, Palin. I think it was Palin. Yeah. <laughs> it was Mike.
1: <laughs> He's got a big bottom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and yeah, yeah, and Raquel Welch was. Um, no, oh, quite a uh, thick was, symbol at the time. I, she, yeah, she was. She was. That was probably around the height of her popularity. So, the historical impersonations. <laughs> so, so this is another appearance of Cardinal Richelieu. <laughs> oh,
1: that's right. I don't even have the one because it was good, but did not make my list? Yeah.
0: Cardinal Richelieu as Petula Clark. <laughs> but this was this was what was so funny. I texted James when I was watching this because as, as I'm watching it. I got this reference and had I not, see, had I not been an Iron Maiden fan, I would not have gotten this reference. So there was this air disaster with a dirigible, a, a blimp um, airship, you know, a Zeppelin, a, a Zeppelin. And, and the name of the Zeppelin was the R-101 and it was a Royal Navy airship. Uh, I think they were doing something with it in France and that's where it crashed and, and everything. Uh, the historical impersonations is Napoleon Bonaparte as the R101 disaster. And here's, I think it was Terry Jones dressed up as, Bonap- as, as Napoleon Bonaparte and he's, he's on some wires. And he's got this, you know, piece of paper with R101 printed on it, just taped to his side and he swings across the screen and I went, holy shit, I got that reference
1: because I listened to Iron Maiden. <laughs> I still think that meme of Bill and Ted saying, what if Iron Maiden really are just trying to get people to learn British history is quite true. Uh, That would make sense. Uh, The psychiatry
0: sketch I thought was pretty funny.
1: Yeah. It's not on my list, but it it was funny.
0: But I think the best one that episode was the operating theater.
1: (laughs) That one is quite hippie bizarre. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know these people? No. <laughs> Fascist.
0: <laughs> Squatters. <Yeah. laughs>
1: I even, like, I thought the fairy witch police was sort of oh, yeah. numerous, but it, it, you know, wasn't the best, but yeah. it, was, it was good.
0: Yeah. Because that's the, that was the last sketch, I think, yeah. of the, the episode. Yeah. Unless you, unless you had something else that I skipped. Nope. I, I, it's nothing else. Okay. I mean,
1: I... I had me doctor sketch which was funny but yeah I mean there's not there are a few that aren't funny but without honestly doing 13 episodes (laughs) yeah yeah I I think I'm good okay I'm good too we we hope you've enjoyed the four episodes I'm James I'm Jody and we'll talk to y'all later bye The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors all rights reserved stay tuned for some fun outtakes (laughs) <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Yep. You wanna hear my Batman imitation? Sure. Up up and away. What? <laughs> well, what's wrong with that?
0: Yeah, I guess, you know, bats fly.
1: Oh, see, you're supposed to go, that's Superman, I'm outside. and then I go, but thanks, I've been practicing. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 see,
0: now you know why they leave out the <laughs> Be over at a friend's house gaming or something, or you know, just yeah. hanging out at the strip club. I didn't
1: have that much beer. Dude, I can smell it. Just walking <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> the way you're smelling are the frog legs I had. You're smelling the hops. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear it all? She's walking around going hops, i'll oh, hops your ass. <laughs> <laughs>